You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good morning, Montgomery County. It's Morning's Lone Star 906 here on Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting live from downtown Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS, Facebook Live, and of course YouTube Live. Welcome to, to morning, this, this morning's show. It's, uh, it's May 30th. It's going to be a good end of the month. And then yeah. I'm looking for a taste of it. I'm hungry. You're right. Coming up. Yeah, we're going to give some away some Taste Fest tickets today, folks. So if you want to win two tickets, stay tuned around 1030. That's when we'll do that. That's a good deal. So special that- guest, the special co-host this morning, we got Dennis O'Connor. I just walked in. He just walked in. He's, he's abusing that, you know, Privilege. open door policy. Right. And Hopefully uh, one day we'll be famous enough where we have to have, like, locked secu- doors. Locked doors and security, security. guards. <laughs> Until then, <laughs> come on in. <laughs> We're excited about having Dennis in. And then, uh, of course, but, it's just Dennis and I. So feel free to watch us on Facebook or YouTube and comment. Use the comment stuff. We do interact with our fans. If you are not on Facebook or YouTube Live and you're listening to the podcast, you can always call in at 936-647-3776 or email us at mwls at irlonestar.com. So many ways. Yes, we make it easy for everybody. Let's do some weather and traffic right now for the Montgomery County area. You want me to do traffic or yeah, weather? Yeah, you got traffic. I'll, okay, I'll take, you do take the weather. Okay, so it is a balmy 82 degrees outside, going up another 11 degrees to 93. <laughs> a sunshiny all day, all night, all day tomorrow. Only a 1% chance of rain. Humidity is 83%, so it already feels like 90. But I'll tell you, it was, uh, uh, you know, I was in my uh, work on my house yesterday, and I'm waiting for the air conditioner to be fixed. And and there's a very small window, my friend, of being in a house where it's so hot outside, no air conditioner is flowing. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, Holly has to deal with that, deal with that today. She uh, Her roommate left, and she's like, oh, by the way, I uh, cut off the electricity. And I was like, well, you realize our lease isn't until the end of the month, and I'm still finished cleaning everything so we can get our deposit back. Oh, sorry. Didn't know that. She knew it. Wow. The roommate knew it. She just wanted her money back, her deposit back. Well, she's not going to get her other deposit back. (laughs) Yeah, right. If she's not going to finish cleaning the room. But traffic, let's get on to that. I-45 northbound all the way through Houston to uh, New Waverly looks pretty good, actually. I'm not seeing really any uh, big issues being reported. We'll fix that up um, in a minute, though. Yeah, southbound to Houston. You're going to run into some trouble right there at Beltway 8 and 610, so be careful around there. But outside that, uh, Highway 69 is looking good over the New Caney area and then uh, all the way through Cleveland. So, yeah, everything's looking good. Uh, I'm giving two tickets weather. away to the first person that has a big wreck. Yeah, <laughs> shoot. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to do that. But, uh, okay, let's start the show. How's everyone doing this morning? So far, so good. Yep. Yeah. Alive, breathing. Every every morning you start off verticals, a good morning. Hey, hey, hey. 
standing up. That's the truth. You bet. Do you sleep standing up? Well, you know, once you, uh, every morning you start oh, capable on. of standing, of uh, being vertical. It's a good day. Okay. There you go. Good deal. How about yours? It's doing, I'm doing all right. Yesterday was good. And then I was glad to be back. I was, you know, back in, trying to get back in the groove. I'm still like 70% <laughs> right now. Best oh. man-ish. Yeah. Just like, in the wake of the best man weekend. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chapel of Love. I like so, that. So, you know, the biggest news in the past 24 hours is that Roseanne Barr's sitcom was yeah. was canceled after her tweet mm. about a uh, Obama aide, Valerie Jarrett. I will tell you, uh, Skippy, because I know you love politics, mm -hmm. that she's going to be on one of my favorite shows, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, the podcast. So I was really excited about that. If you, uh, yikes. If, uh, that's going to be, if no one's <laughs> ever heard of Joe Rogan and his interviews, one thing I love about it. He doesn't do any, you know, lights and shows. It's like, let's sit down for three hours and just hack it out. Right. He's nuts. And so I like that. I like that. I like his styles of interviews. I listened to an interesting one yesterday about uh, a writer who does psychedelic. Uh, he did psychedelic research and talking about the new laws being passed, allowing the people to do psychedelic drugs and using LSD. Good for, for headaches. So it's that was really interesting listening to that guy. And then... um Yesterday, I was when I saw that I was like, "Yes, Roseanne Barr is going to be on Friday. It's going to be a great show because she's either going to go off the rails, oh yeah, or she's going to have whole like have no apologies and she's oh, going to be like, always off the rails." Let me tell you about these ABC people. <laughs> well, it's already started today. Uh, you know, she about two or three times kind of said, "Sorry, sorry about the Ambien fueled." Uh, so she's blaming sleeping pills. Uh, but I think I think the angle, much like well, when we're Kathy Griffith, the devil made me yeah, do it. Well, look at the if you look at the tweet, mm -hmm. and this is what's kind of like she doesn't do herself any favors with her track record. <laughs> so I want I want to know, and listeners can say and let us know too. Do you think what she tweeted was racist? Yeah, it was. No, I'm just it's a general question. I'm just asking. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not challenging. A general answer. I'm okay. just saying. Yeah, it was racist. Okay, it was dumb. It was dumb. Okay. Uh, counterpoint. Bill Maher called Trump an orangutan because of the color of his skin. Racist? Racist? There you go. Why has Bill Maher not been fired? He's on ABC. Uh, on I don't know. Maybe he did. I, I would oh, say what money. What did Bill Maher do? He called Trump an orangutan. I would say okay. money, but this, this this Roseanne thing just well, blows see, that's that what, out of the water. Because when I read it, I she's thought— She's a big star right now. Yeah, that's they one thing I was wondering about it because, like, some other people have done something similar— yeah, where like the ape, the ape comparisons always like just no, just don't do it because you're you're gonna get in trouble no matter what you do. Absolutely. And she basically said she looked like a Muslim Brotherhood and Planets of the Apes had a baby. Yeah, right. Good, so, good, Roseanne. So I'm interested in that interview. That she's well, yeah, there, there's. I that. mean, I don't know how you can explain it. I just why I'm kind of like I go. Well, no, of course it was it was dumb and it was ill advised, and there were apologies and, and stuff. But much like uh, you know, Kathy Kathy Griffith holding up her uh, her severed Trump head and then apologizing, then afterward, I never should have apologized and just making a big thing about it. Um, yeah, absolutely apologize. But uh, I'm personally am staggered by the swiftness of the uh, the head of ABC. No kidding. You know, saying this is reprehensible. Where. Uh, you know, on The View, Joy Behar, uh, who's an ABC show, I uh, called the vice president mentally ill for <laughs> praying, for believing in, for being a Christian. <laughs> she said it was a mental illness if you're if you're a Christian. Oh, that well, goes we can't, we, we're not, we can't compare other people. Well, no, what I'm saying, these are ABC shows. Uh, right, Bill right. Maher on an ABC show called the president a monkey. 
because of his skin color. Uh, Keith Overman calls Trump a effing oh, Nazi. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel made fun of uh, Melania Trump's accent that she can barely speak English, even though Melania Trump speaks three languages. Um, these were all ABC shows. Yeah, but I mean, that this was so obvious. Well, yeah, it was dumb is what it was. But what I'm saying is uh, I, I, I don't like duplicity. I don't like uh, double standards. It's why are all these people where, where it's, oh, it's freedom of speech. Where's all the freedom of speech people right now? Yesterday, the, the friends who over the last few weeks have been screaming freedom of speech are going, well, now there are, there are consequences. And that just, there, there's such a, uh, uh, you know, it's we're not yeah. saying you can't have freedom of speech. You've got to have consequences. I agree. And and it's much like people in the immigration debate when people say, well, you you killed off the Indians, so how does it feel now to have someone else? Okay, either it was wrong then and it's wrong now, or if it's right now, then it was right then. You can't have it both yeah. ways. I hear if, him say that all the time. If Roseanne is a racist for, for, for putting that in, then all these other people on the same network are equally guilty. Is it correct, though? All it was yes, all, or yes. all those things like within, yeah, yeah. I would say, a year? Oh, yeah, within within weeks. Okay. What show, ABC show, ABC His show is uh, Bill Maher on. Well, ABC uh, Studios owns it, his show. The, the Not Late Night, with what's it called? Uh, oh, the HBO the, show? Yeah. Oh, okay. The ABC Studios show. Well, I mean, I think, that, I think more and more cases like this will come out that there's zero tolerance and it's going to become like... Well, I'm not saying zero, that's the problem with zero tolerance is that, that way dragons lie. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what people are going to start doing. It's going to be zero tolerance. No, I think we're getting out of that. Zero tolerance is when a, a kindergartner chewed a Pop-Tart in the shape of a gun went bang, bang, and got suspended. It's on his permanent record, a kindergartner. Or, you know, little Tommy in first grade, um, you know, grabbed Susie on the playground and now he's got a black mark. That's what zero tolerance does. He People might don't be want elected that. president, yeah, though. Yeah, right. That's what um, um, zero tolerance is. Not zero tolerance is just getting rid of the double standard. Okay. Do you think they're going to do that at all? Uh, what's I will your be guess? What's your it. guess on it? Um, I believe that there will be more ABC uh, and networks like MSNBC, which I, I got to say this, this cracked me up. <laughs> they actually had Joy Reid on. And they asked her, so what does it take to get fired from a from a network show about Roseanne? Joy Reid was the anchor on MSNBC who they they found that she had written homophobic stuff on her blog. And then she said, oh, it wasn't me. I got hacked and got the FBI involved. And the uh, FBI said, no, it was you. She's like, well, I don't remember writing it. And then oh, right. the, they actually had <laughs> her no on. no recollection. They actually had her on about the power of social media and what it takes to get fired. And this woman has not been fired. It just, again, there's... The double standards becoming so obvious on both sides that that's, that's what needs to iron out. And I think changes will be made on that because uh, here's you the think thing. think there's progress on, on ABC? that front? No, here's the thing. On ABC, uh, the president, the second a, a non-Trump supporting uh, actor on an ABC show does something stupid, he'd better fire them and call it reprehensible. Right off well, the bat. I think that Overman oh, guy got fired oh. pretty fast. No, nope. he's been, they rehired him. He's hired again. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's. it's about uh, who you know. So by much like Starbucks set the tone with, okay, we're going to let anybody in. Then they have to start walking it back. This ABC president within hours. Right. How many stupid things have, have TV stars said or done before they've been fired? Did it's, I see a picture of that lady on a, uh, 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 TV, uh, she a, a black lady that's uh, the uh, president of ABC. Or they they were talking about this and they were showing some black lady 
They may have been uh, from very Valerie young. Jarrett. Oh, very young. Valerie Jarrett's Muslim. More than well, you know, she's a very young lady too. I mean, you know, I think a young thirties. Well, it'll take it'll, it'll probably take twenty five years to let Roseanne back on TV. So. <laughs> Here's the thing: think back to I've never I've I've rarely been a Roseanne fan. In fact, I never watched the show. I'm just she's not my my cup of tea. But I remember what twenty something years ago when she was singing the national anthem at a oh, San Diego that was, game. That was awful. And just yeah, it was it was terrible. And so she'll she'll bounce back. Uh, I, I do question the swiftness and the ferocity with which this happened. Yeah, you got any explanation? Oh, for there, that at there, all? there any guesses? They wanted. Yeah, it was the. It was they the, wanted to fire her. Yeah, they were. Uh, they really were looking but for. But she was a big money draw. I'm, well, that's that, what well, he's trying that's to go. Where it doesn't matter as much. Money doesn't matter as much to us. It's, it's yeah. a bad business decision. Well, it was. It was. It was silly too about ABC and things. Like clearly, there's a audience for shows like that. I liked it. I liked it when it first Fox came out. Pick her up. And so, I liked it. And, and I it's liked a formula. The new one. It's a formula. I'm sarcastic so, as heck, and I and I like people that are sarcastic. I mean, I can't believe they heck. convinced John Goodman to be back on it. He's a phenomenal. And then what's her name? Uh, Julie. Oh, well, they got the whole cast. Who's the Who's the sister? Uh, um, I, Laurie, Laurie Metcalf. She, Laurie Metcalf. She's a one. Like those two actors. Mm-hmm. Are really good. I'm like, I can't believe they're like they're still doing oh, this they TV got the show. Whole darn cast. It was amazing. So, it would not surprise me if someone like Fox opted to pick it up because they do need the outlet. Um, because uh, again, just think about how many actors on shows say or tweet stupid things. <laughs> how many actors in general? <laughs> and see, so the audience, so the audiences are still there. Yeah, well, you know, even if I were a Roseanne fan. You know, I, I kind of go, why did you do that? I don't care if it was Ambien or something. Just just keep your, if you had not done this. But uh, that doesn't mean that the, what she said in the show, because here's the thing, they've also pulled every, uh, her old TV show right. has been syndication. All the reruns have been pulled. Oh, no. From everywhere. Really? It's like, she must, again, she must be destroyed. It's not just enough to, to boycott her oh. or fire her. She must be destroyed. And that's the new paradigm. And burn I just the landscape, do not like, yeah, huh? burn the witch. Ooh. And I do well, not like that at all. What I'm interested in seeing, like you said, if Fox picks it picks it up, is if it if it continues its strength. Well, it's got a heck of a lot of publicity right now. It would. Now, the funny thing is, I'm sure a lot of the or several of the cast members probably not too a thrilled with it right them. now. Oh, oh gosh, I was here. I heard a lot of stuff, and the cast is just ticked off. Well, of course they, they'd be. They are not. It's happy. like okay, yesterday I had a job. Today they they were literally today supposed to yeah, start shooting the. They new were season. number one. Yeah. I mean, that aren't they coming back out with uh, was this Tim Allen's new show? Yeah, Fox picked it up. It was an ABC show, got canceled, even though it was the number three show right there. Because and the question is, is it because his character was conservative? The Last Man Standing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that show. Well, it's coming back. Oh. On Fox. Well, that's again, like I said, it's it's so weird to me that these TV shows that they have such issues every year, canceling, starting. Spending money, and it's like clearly this formula works for a certain group of people. Absolutely. And it's like, why not do it? And it's, it is a little weird that you signed on Roseanne again, even though you know she's like, you know, just a boiling pot. Well, they were trying to say, see, look, we, we, we value all opinions, and, you know, <laughs> especially ones and, that are unless top we rated. hear something we don't like, <laughs> and then we don't like them anymore. Well, Tim Allen and his, the, his character's uh, 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 politics are, Totally opposite, polar opposites, galactic opposites from mine. But I just love the way he does it. Well, here's you the know? thing. Did, did, did you enjoy Blazing Saddles? 
Yeah. Jake, did you enjoy yeah. Blazing Saddles? Did, did anyone in the universe not <laughs> yeah. enjoy Blazing Saddles? So are, are we racist? Well, did we enjoy the producers? Rather than, are we oh racist? Are we homophobic? I mean, do, we, I mean, do we enjoy the producers? <laughs> <laughs> That's why there is a subset of society today that if you support this person or if you like this person or if you watch this person, then you have to identify with all aspects of it. Springtime for Hitler. Ah, yeah. I mean, the whole premise, I can't imagine... That's one thing I loved about. Uh, I don't know if y'all seen Kirby Enthusiasm, but the producer plays a one. Oh, yeah. It plays a huge role oh, yeah. one season, and Mel Brooks puts uh, Larry David in as one of the one of the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I don't. I guess Charles ruined it for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you want to watch that show, turn oh, off, or turn funny. it down real quick. That's well, basically, funny. the whole joke is the whole season is about him training, and you know he's so bad at it, and all this stuff. And then when they finally... Mel Gibson just it, wants him to fail. Yeah, that's so, yeah. Like, so when it comes to the opening night, he starts screwing up really bad, but people start laughing at it. <laughs> and so it becomes a huge hit. And so you see Mel Brooks with his wife, who pa sadly passed away shortly and after. Yeah. So they're sitting yeah. at the bar, and he's all depressed. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I thought this was going to bomb. And she's like, it's okay. He's like, I never want to do this show again. <laughs> and I thought this was it. I thought this was the out. Oh, yeah. Larry David was my familiar, out. If you're real familiar with the producers and, and seeing that happen together, I just laughed. Oh, Life laugh. imitating oh. art. Because it was go. like David Schwimmer played the other guy. Yeah. And like they kept fighting. And then yeah. it was like, it got... <laughs> Firing people. Now, yeah. this is on, it is on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on. Uh, uh, I think it's on HBO, but like you can watch it. I think on Amazon. But it like okay. it was so clever, and you just it's funny to see Mel Brooks be Mel Brooks, right? And right. Try, it was just it, it really it, the hook really got me. I was like, oh, oh. yeah, oh yeah. I, I didn't see it coming until about halfway through, and then I went, uh, 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 yeah. I know this show. <laughs> He's tired of doing it. Because they started firing the big stars yeah. and leaving Larry David on. <laughs> and he can't dance. He can't do anything. <laughs> but, uh, but no, you should check uh, that out. But no, I think it's one of those deals where it, they, the, the ABC knew what they were doing. They had to have. This is something that it was a win-win for them. They get they get good ratings, good you know, however long it lasted, and then they can fire her and say, "Look, you know." Well, it was slice and dice, boom, boom. So, how long does it usually take for media to come back though? Like Roseanne, twenty years, <laughs> right? I don't know. They didn't bring all in the family back. Yeah. Well, they tried with Archie Bunker's place, but yeah. Well, we're gonna take a quick break here on Morning's Lone Star. That was a great intro. I'm happy to see everybody. We will be back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. I saw you kicking dirt in my Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com. Montgomery County's community radio station. Yeah. I are Lone Star. I are Lone Star. I are Lone Star, Star too. 
Welcome back. Special, special co-host Dennis O'Connor in the studio. Feel free to watch us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and comment on anything you want us to talk about. We're talking about Roseanne Barr. And uh, I tried to hire her, but then I realized just... You know the uh, the insurance we have here just wouldn't they wouldn't yeah. support it. So she'd probably cuss online. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. she uh, that's a beautiful woman right there. That's for sure. I love her. She's she's been around for a while. I think she had I, one of I my babies. I remember watching her. She was on the Tonight Show uh, with Johnny Carson, uh, and uh, it was her stand-up. She was doing the domestic goddess. Oh thing. yeah, that's where she, she got her start. Out. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember because she's she, a comedian though. Like yeah, she started as stand-up. stand-up uh-huh. Okay. And right. she was the she was married to uh, uh, what's his name? Tom Tom Arnold. Well, well, well that it was, was before Tom later. Arnold. Yeah, that now, was a that's lot. That's funny thing because Tom Arnold is is people going, yeah, you should have fired her. When, when people are cheering the same side as Tom Arnold, you know that it's a whacked out situation. The guy's insane. Yep. And that's what's kind of funny is that how Americans are aligning themselves or aligning themselves. Uh, Dick said the other day, how low would you go just to show your your hatred or displeasure of the current right. president? And so we have, you know. Oh, there's no, now, there's, well, there's we no have spectrum of it. You're just... Elizabeth Warren, you know, Massachusetts senator, the one who's trying to pass herself off as a Native American. <laughs> I mean, like but you she, say that is because that's like well, that's, that's the whole I thing. Like because that's what Trump Fox calls News Poca- says all well, the time. Well, no, Trump calls her Pocahontas. No, I got, I know that. And the Indian nations are saying, why don't so you? So we should fire him. He's been, he's been. Uh, There's a nickname. Fire he's, him. He, he's being sensitive. No, now, dear, you're, oh, now you're taking on Trump. But here's the thing. She, fire him. You're fired. She uh, yesterday was going on about how we need to be more like communist China. That they know how to do it with their set, set up of government. <laughs> okay, just because. Oh. Yeah, so we have a senator. Don't they murder their senator? Yes, I don't want to be that's Chinese. what I'm saying. <laughs> so we have the media in love with Kim Jong Un's sister at the Olympics. Oh look! So you would? She didn't shake so Pence's would Anthony, hand. Would today. Anthony Weiner just be executed? You think? Yep, absolutely. That's crazy. He, he would, or he he'd find himself in a uh, in a jail that you just don't want to be in. Uh, <laughs> so she's aligning herself with China. We had. People just, just wait a minute. I'm trying to think of some jail MS, that I would like to be in. We have people supporting MS-13 because Trump calls MS-13 an animal. Animals. Uh, people wanting the the Singapore summit to fail. Y- you know, it's the the it just. Okay, I get it. You don't like the president. I get it. The I want to see his wig The blow president off. does many things that the, a lot of people don't like. But for crying out loud, I mean, to align yourself with actual enemies. You know, it's not the enemy of well, my enemies. they're not enemies. enemies. Uh, North Korea <laughs> is an enemy. <laughs> Communist China trying, is trying an to, enemy. We're not trying MS-13 to be enemies. MS-13 is an enemy. See, I can believe that, but I don't know about... Or, I mean, I feel... North Korea is a, one of our listed terrorist states. Well, we're trying to change that. But they're right now until that's changed. And Trump is an enemy. Of what? Yeah. Of, oh, I, oh, I was just joining in. Well, I, I feel like, you know, you're trying to change thing. something. You can't just keep saying it. Everything's an enemy to somebody. Everybody's an enemy to somebody. Well, it's just, it, again, it, it staggers me. And start off with the Tom Arnold. When, when you're on Tom Arnold's side, you know something. Well, <laughs> well, if anything, what, what this shows is Twitter is one of those platforms that not it's not for everybody. Yeah. And well, how'd you get in on the Johnny Carson and Roseanne? And, and we're talking here. about her beginning, uh, her, her beginning where she's oh. the domestic goddess, where she started yes. off as a stand-up comedian. Right. Oh, okay. And then that's, she got the movie She-Devil with I Meryl Streep. And then just kind of took off from there. And then the TV show happened where she was a middle-class American. And Paul, remember back then, politics never played a part of it. We were in the height of the uh, uh, Bush 1 era. It wasn't a political thing. Now everything's got to be political. 
And because what was funny is the ABC president just a few days ago said that on season two of Roseanne, they were going to dial back the politics. <laughs> Why? Every, you know, so many other shows, Blackish, Blackish actually had an entire season planned with the presumption that Hillary won the election. Oh, and they actually had to reshoot episodes because their episodes were based on her winning. I'll be darned. And so they're like, oh, we got to change the whole season. It was like, yay, whole new, whole new you America. And now it's, we got we to gotta hate on America right now because the wrong person won. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just, you think it's going to get worse and worse until the government just me, falls I, apart? Or I, what? Think it's gonna be a, I think it's going to be a tipping point. But what, it, what is the dipping point? I don't know, but I think we're rapidly approaching it. It's screwed yeah. up. It's pretty screwed up as far as I'm concerned. I'm having my feel. Like I said, ABC, just the uh, the president, now he acts. Uh, of, all, of all the wacky stuff that's been happening in the media and in Hollywood and on ABC in particular, now it's reprehensible. Right now, this very well, moment. That's the easy route to take. Yeah, it is. That's what so. I'm saying. And so more and more people like... People who are engaged in the headlines and the news and, and go beyond just the the, the clickbait who sees. Well, that's why I was wondering about how serious was Roseanne's tweet, and I'm like, if you look at it, you can't really get around it. You think there's somebody behind a curtain with a gun saying, "Fire her now." Well, that's what they probably said. Finally, <laughs> that's probably what they said. Well, again, that's the thing. They just lost millions, if not billions, in ad, in ad revenue. That's true, but they also gained. Something is worth it. I tell you what, they're not going to gain any audience. They've lost audience. Yeah. No one knew is going to start watching ABC going, yeah, they fired Roseanne, so we're going to start watching this network. No, those people are already watching it. So it's <laughs> like a Starbucks situation? Yeah. They're lo they're going <laughs> to lose people as a result, and the network that picks up. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. Like, I'm surprised no one, because you know they have think tanks, and they're like, what's the percentages of audience that like this kind of stuff? And then I'm like, I, who's, who's not the smart guy in the room? Hey, we have people who literally watch Fox News. Why don't we do a show that's like basically? <laughs> and we have, I mean, there's so many people well, watching that, it. Well, that's what I'm saying. There are think tanks, but this was such a knee jerk, three hour later reaction, literally took place three hours Boom. after the fact. Knee jerk reaction. The president of the network coming out. Think about Matt Lauer, where there's still the, the president of NBC over there is like, well, we're. We're investigating ourselves right, and yeah. we're, we're going to bring back Katie Couric. Yeah. Well, it's probably because no one liked Roseanne. Like, no one liked her. And sometimes it like, was scary that, that, to that, have that a, sometimes you, you shorten the the noose, right? As I was calling, you shorten the rope on the noose if you just mistreat well, people. Well, I think to some people so it's, it's very scary to have the number one show be conservative based. Uh -huh. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I think it was I think it was a combination of things. I think it's no, it's, I, I, I think we're getting down to it. Uh, that's why Last Man Standing was canceled. It was making a ton of money for them. Oh man, it was but funny. The, the primary primary ABC fired. <laughs> Uh, con well, that the show only was, conservative that, that show is just flat out canceled, right? Well, uh, Fox picked it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I mean, when they canceled, it wasn't because yeah. Tim Allen, nope. you know, sold nope. cocaine. They, they just opted not to renew it. Nope, they opted to renew it. Great cast. Yeah. Great cast. Remember, ABC also ran Home Improvement for years, so it's not like, oh, Tim <laughs> Allen has a bad, has a criminal past. Nope. It was <laughs> it was the number two or number three show. I wonder <laughs> if there's any <laughs> books out there that kind of talk about the way television represents middle class. Probably a million. Because, like, today's sitcoms are completely different from, like, the sitcoms I grew up with. Yeah, like we had Maude who had an abortion. We had All in the Family. We had Good Times and Sanford and Son, which showed the struggle of civil rights. It was whole, It was a lot like uh, Blazing Saddles. You hold a mirror up. Moving on up to society. To the east side. You, you hold a mirror up to society and let them see this is stupid. 
you can enjoy Blazing Saddles or you can be a white person watching Sanford and Son and laughing at the absurdity, right. but learn something as a result. You can laugh at Archie Bunker because, you know, it's funny, Carol O'Connor, the guy who played Archie Bunker, right. was one of the sweetest guys in the universe. Yep, yep. And was the exact opposite of his character, but it was important for him to show But his that. character grew. Yeah, sort of. Well, the episode where Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> kissed him. Uh, That's in your face. But he was, yeah, but I'm saying he was, he played that. a bigot and people watched it and it didn't cater to the bigots of the world. It said, listen, this is kind of dumb. You yeah. know, this mindset. And nowadays you can't show that anymore because it might offend somebody. So you can't have a satirical character. Okay. Well, you can try. I think well, they know you'll get fired by ABC. There, in a well, they were going there with Roseanne, but what she said was off the, not something she said on the air as her character. She said this off the which air negates, as Roseanne. Which negates all these people on the Facebook lady been saying, well, these people are protesting on their own time. Doesn't matter, apparently, if it's on your own time or on company time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as an actor, as uh, I know you've been in theater for about two and a half years, uh, uh, there's, there's a big difference between a character and a, you know, and what I what mm -hmm. I believe uh, offhandedly, uh, there's, I've played some very well, that's strange why was, characters with some weird belief systems. And that's why I was comparing Roseanne <laughs> to Joy Behar and Jimmy Kimmel and Keith Oberman and Bill Maher because they don't play characters. That is them. Right, they, right. They're, they're not hiding well, like, I remember, I remember when Jimmy Kimmel did Blackface on The Man Show. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. The and Man I remember, show. like, that wasn't, no one really cared about that. Oh, that yeah. was besides But he'll be the first one plus. complaining about it now if someone else did it. Well, of course. I mean, that's his show. He's that's got a little higher numbers. class now. Well, okay, let's kind of, we're going to switch a little yeah, commentary okay. on it because we'll, we'll, we'll return to the Roseanne after we listen to the to the Joe Rogan deal. Yeah. I would, let's yeah. do that. So we'll both listen on Friday. You know Friday. what's funny is I really hope people start going to Joe Rogan for these kind of like – because I don't know if they planned the interview before he she got fired or after she got fired. Ah, Because yeah, he interviews yeah. a lot of comedians. So I don't know, because a lot of times he brings... Like, one time he had Mel Gibson on. Right. But you know what he did? He brought in a doctor that did stem cell research. So they talked about Mel Gibson's dad going... Like, he was, like, nine years old, went to some Colombian place, got stem cell. And it was... The whole show was about stem cells. Mm -hmm. Whoa. And I was like, come on, man. This That's guy's Braveheart. Like, stop about someone crazy. <laughs> I mean, he's Briggs. He's Martin Riggs. Let's talk about that. No kidding. And I'm like sitting there for an hour and a half. I'm like, they're just going to talk about, you know, how great stem cells are. And I like, know. I get I it. We get like, it. It's like having me on as a guest and not talking about how great I am. You know, you guys are just missing it. Oh, no. no, we, no we I, felt, I, felt it was, I felt it was no, the old no, no, bait no, no, and switch. No, I, that's just what I felt. Just, but then again, I guess Mel Gibson really wanted this doctor to have a platform to talk about how his he helped his dad so much. Mm -hmm. So and the, what uh, that builds up a good relationship between Mel and Joe, so Joe can bring him back at some point yeah. to talk about it later. Uh, it's all about the relationship. Is it talk about yeah. anti anti-Semitism? Ah, yeah, that's, here he's back. That's, yeah, just sandbag him right there on the show. <laughs> but hey, man, let's talk about this. <clears throat> no, you think so? Quite probably. <laughs> You're listening to Mormons Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We're gonna switch up the uh, commentary here when we come back. Got some fun news. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got some fun interesting. stuff. We got uh, some interesting events. This is the last week of the month, so we're getting ready for June. And I think school's last day is tomorrow for Conroe ISD. Wow. Wow. And then, of course, Montgomery's already out. The little brats are going to be everywhere. Yeah, I know. It's great. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Oh, there's Mornings a, with a Lone Star. Dancer waiting to come on next. All right.
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936 266 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Welcome back, Mornings Lone Star, Lone Star Community Radio. It's 942. Hanging out in the studio, special co-host today is Dennis O'Connor from the back alleyway of Pacific Street. <laughs> you know what's funny? Oh, oh. You know what's funny, Dennis, is when you're working on next door at yeah. the uh, Crichton, every time I see uh-huh. in the back, I'm like, who is yeah. that? Oh, it's Dennis. I was oh. like, some guy's back there smoking cigarettes. And just, <laughs> but There's a uh, homeless guy back here. Yeah, I, knew, so you roll, I know you roll your own cigarettes. Do so people ever think you're rolling dope? Or roll, uh, all the time. marijuana. Yeah, 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 because like like right now out in the car I have a, a pack of regular cigarettes. It's because I get tired of it because the way I look now with with this outrageous beard and yeah. everything, I don't I don't need any heat in my life at this point. <laughs> you in the game. Bobo. I'm like a three time <laughs> loser already. Thank you very much from the seventies. Uh and so I, I, was I, I have regular that. cigarettes. I have I do at home I roll everything. I buy a tobacco online and roll. Yeah, that's what the, when I first met you were yeah. on the bench, and I was like, sure, he rolls sure. it. That's what yeah, makes normally sense. all the time. All the time I used to, but now I'm out here on the main street rather than the back alley. So, yeah. When, so when you go to buy the papers, do you feel compelled to like explain yourself? Oh, you know, this is for tobacco. No, I'm going to the, these head shops up here where I buy a pack of for ninety nine cents, and I buy them like twenty packs at a time. You know. And anybody that's stupid enough to think that I'm going to buy 20 packs and roll 20 pack joints of pot, uh, yeah, so well, unless just, I got an ATF they just guy, haven't been around be much. An these undercover days. narc in there is thinking, "Wow, he's he's <laughs> no, you want intent to distribute." I can't figure it out. I walk into these smoke shops and there's all these uh, uh, hash pipes and bongs and you know, and everything is ge- half of everything they got is geared towards. Uh, uh, pot and hash and, and smoking rather than rather than tobacco. The other half is tobacco. I, I never understood that too. Like, why don't you just have a couple of pipe tobaccos, and that way you can kind of cover all your bases. Eh. Well, so what I smoke is called pipe tobacco. Yeah. And they do that to to, to lower the taxes because if I buy cigarette tobacco, it's it's outrageously expensive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Outrageously. I never that. But they if they call it pipe tobacco. That's how they get around those laws. Yeah, the and cigarette taxes are insane. When I quit smoking yeah. ten years ago, I could buy a pack of cigarettes for uh, two eleven, <laughs> including tax. I could buy a carton uh, at CVS for nineteen ninety nine plus tax on right. a special. I smoke yeah. the Pall Malls. Uh-huh. Uh, now you cannot buy a pack of cigarettes for under seven bucks a pack. Right, it's insane. Yeah, a it, pack. Oh, in, in some places in New York, when I stayed up there a while, it was even. It, it's probably up to fifteen dollars a pack up there now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just whew, and, that's pro- and most of that's tax, which is funny. It's like, yeah, we're going to tax cigarettes. That way we get more money. But when you tax something too high, people stop consuming it. Yeah, I, you lose the tax revenue. I don't know how people afford it. 
you know, because I only buy a pack every great now and then. And I know if I'm going to be outside in a public place, I'll, I'll go ahead and buy a dumb pack of cigarettes and pay extra just so the heat doesn't bother me. Well, if the taxes go much higher, smokers will just like have, they'll have a special how much does bong the, the, that'll fit on the a tailpipe. Thing. Oh, I got a vape at home, but they never, they never invented one that, that tastes like uh, a roll your own, you know, oh, okay. like a roll your own. Cause I've been rolling my own for decades and decades, you know? And so I know what tobacco. I raised tobacco. I I, I uh, stripped tobacco a time in my life you know, in Kentucky. You know, I, I have a close relationship with tobacco. And uh, <laughs> yes, and it, it's killing me. Thank you very much. <laughs> and he it's okay. Snake and he rolls in tobacco. Oh. You hear in my wheeze? Uh, I was talking on the phone, and somebody says, "What's wrong with your 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 voice?" And I said, "Lifetime of smoking, darling. Oh, great. It's catching up with me. You know." Well, you know what? Uh, is anything else going on besides Canada? The Roseanne was the biggest story. Yeah, Roseanne was the but, biggest uh, one. Now I, it's boring. Now we're bored. Yeah, moving on uh -oh. from that. Dick don't care. Dick, so uh, here's something. A couple of things that are pretty non-political. Uh, Tesla, you know, they've been practicing with their own driverless cars. Well, unfortunately, well, the good news is no one got killed with this collision. The bad news is the Tesla driverless Tesla crashed into a cop car. <laughs> Oops. Now, it, now it, is this something similar to where, like, every time I hear the story, it's not what I think it is. It's not like I just see a car hitting another car. It's like the cop car wasn't paying attention. They pulled out. No, apparently it was parked. So the knock, cop knock, car was knock, parked. Knock, knock, ma'am, roll your window down. <laughs> was, like, the video camera software couldn't recognize the black and white stripes uh, they're, or something? They're, they're, they're still trying to find out. Uh, it, was, it happened in California uh, in, I think, uh, Laguna, Laguna Beach. And details are still sketchy right now. Uh, but a Tesla sedan in autopilot mode crashed into a parked police cruiser. Uh, a parked car. <laughs> police Sergeant Jimmy Cota says the officer was not in the cruiser during the crash in Laguna Beach. He says the Tesla driver suffered only minor injuries. He was in a donut shop. Yeah. Can, can you imagine the feeling you, you go through if your car was on autopilot and you hit somebody and you're like, how am I going to explain this? And again, Ugh. here's the thing. This So this is the second Especially crash. if of, I'm drunk as a skunk. This is yeah. the second crash of note that's happened. But right. meanwhile, literally a thousand people have been killed by being hit by cars. Uh-huh. With uh, drivers. Almost 5,000 a year are yeah. killed. So I which mean, means it's going to take. 1,200 a, a quarter, 1,250 a quarter, which means we're coming into the end of the second quarter. Is there halfway, halfway through the uh -huh. second quarter. So that's uh, what? 2,000 plus people have been killed by driver cars, but what makes the headlines, of course, is the driver. I'm going to take car. your word for it on that math. No, I, I checked with the uh, NTSB uh, and FBI database. Yeah, but also the driverless cars, there's the, the amount of people doing that right now, it's not anywhere comparable to the people who are driving cars. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, so that's unfair to take those stats and then compare it to another. Well, no, what I'm saying is if, if it's a number, if it's. A technology issue, make it a technology issue. If it's, uh, you know, we got to save people's lives, then. Don't argue with him the... about stats. Don't you know <laughs> better by now? You'll never win arguing with him about stats. I mean, you can't just cherry pick these stats, man. Yes, he can. Him too. <laughs> and can. he'll argue to the death can over too. it. But uh, here's the thing. I personally I just, think I, driverless cars are a dumb idea, to be honest. It's, I, I, no it's, one, it's because you're not lazy enough is what the problem is. I feel weird putting on cruise control. <laughs> yeah, I, That's thought, so I true. thought automatic transmissions were dumb. I remember when that switched over. They don't even, you know, I think I would call that a, a standard gear shift. I think that would be a millennial anti-theft device. They break into your car like, what is this thing? <laughs> 
So yeah. Well, that's and- what, actually that's why I was really surprised that the high-end sports performance cars got rid of those, and they do the paddles now mm-hmm. behind the steering wheel. I'm like, wow, you think they would like? Oh, a know, let's let's keep let's keep the that's nostalgic a race feeling car of thing. feeling the vibration in this gear shift. Hey, the hey, Formula hey, One, hey, hey, you know, the NASCARs. That's yeah. what they use, and so they're just like, yeah, Beeler's like a real NASCAR driver. Yeah, because we're all wanting to be NASCAR. I love that NASCAR uh, dashboard yeah. stuff. No, I'm the guy that'll. I, I like the uh, automatic transmissions that have the little plus minus thing, so you can, <laughs> it's kind of a pretend gear shift gives you something to do. Yeah, right. I, I like the. I remember the trash on the dash. Now that was something. Them push buttons. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a popular item. Yeah, that didn't last too long. Nah. No, I think the driverless car thing is going to pick up. But it's what, what they're going to do is they're going to have certain cities be test places. Uh huh. And it's going to be similar to like the bike programs that the cities have where you like, right, they have like a right. roll of bikes and yeah, you yeah. pay a dollar and you get to ride around. It's going to be one of those kind of things. I wonder if they're going to have to give your car drivers instructions, training, you know, yeah. they give drivers training now, you know, when they're 16, are they going to have to give cars, electric cars or Tesla's, uh, you know, have them come down. Well, you know, what's going to happen is some around. great city council is going to go, we got to change the way our street laws work and it's going to have to re they have to rewrite all the software. <laughs> <laughs> to to accommodate like oh how to turn turn yield left on something and because I wonder how a car like that would know how to turn left on a yield. I don't know. I have a hard enough time doing it. Because the woodland that was my biggest complaint <clears throat> about the woodlands where there there was a like, very few lights going down that you could turn left on red. Right. Right. There's no yielding and I was like no one's coming. This is so silly. Well, the Wilson Road did that over 45 well, and, and I haven't Woodland's seen a lot of that. Up. Commissioner James Nowak put almost every inter- intersection. Now, now they the, have the, the, the yellow, yellow, the yellow caution turn left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, when it's how- on red, oh, that's great. Yeah, so that's like that. I remember that about what was that like? They changed that what three years ago? Yeah, a couple of years ago. Well, that, was, that was Commissioner James Nowak. Oh, I think. That's well, a great I mean, idea. I'd vote for him right now because right? that me too <laughs> makes me want to visit the Willens. He's part. big on uh, <laughs> mobility, and he's also really big on mosquito abatement, which Ooh. we love in the Woodlands too. So <laughs> it, you know, uh, all the we just push all the in the Woodlands, we just push all the mosquitoes out to Conroe. Yep, where mm-hmm. they belong. Uh-huh. Oh, then, I went there, and then we got trucks going around, and we just kill them. My brother, my brother did that for a summer. Really? Yeah, I went with him a couple of times, spraying for mosquitoes. And oh, riding and stuff. around in that trucks going. Uh, yeah, I was like, well, really, he had to. We had, <laughs> he had to put a. When he got out to do everything, he had to put uh, headphones on or suppressor. What about masks? About the poison? No, they don't care. They don't care about. (laughs) They don't care about (laughs) that. It's Texas. We don't worry about them. (laughs) Right. I was gonna smoke a cigarette while I uh, (laughs) spray for these mosquitoes. (laughs) And that's noisy. I mean, two o'clock in the morning around here. I hear them even go through my apartment complex. I wonder how many backseat drivers the the smart cars are gonna have. Backseat drivers. (laughs) <laughs> like you can turn left, man. Hey Siri, turn left. Come, come on. Siri. I would love. I would give all the cash in my pocket to put my mother in the back seat of a driverless car just to watch there her you stroke go. out. On hey, that they one. should replace Roseanne with a TV show like that. You know, driverless cars. Have somebody in the back seat. Turn left, Eric. Yeah, I, I can <laughs> no, see. It. I can see them having a big impact in very like, like cities of Houston or something like that, where parking is very limited. And so it was more of just getting to point A to point B real fast without point A to point B. Park your car so you take up more space at point B because I can't imagine living in downtown Houston. No. Well, yeah, parking like downtown, is downtown, that, downtown. That's, that's why when you pay out the nose, it's, you pay as much for your uh, parking spot in, in your garage. Yeah, that's wacky. That's wacky. 
So yeah, no, I think um Yeah, no. I I don't know if when did that become a, a thing? To yeah, say, no. yeah, no. Yeah, right. You notice it? It's on that's a million when, That's movies. when he has nothing to say, and he's trying to figure it out. Yeah, so he's trying to collect my go, thoughts. Yeah, no. so, trying to collect yeah, my no. thoughts. We'll, that we'll I, take a break. When we come <laughs> back, sorry. you know, New Danville promoted yeah. from bus driver to now. Well, don't don't give away the whole story. Okay, sorry. I'll tease it. All yeah, right, there right. you go. If I'm not here when you get back, they threw me out. That's true. I'm surprised we haven't done that yet. Skippy was Morning's trying to Lone be Star. serious. Lone Star Community Radio brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be right back. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM Hey, welcome back. Hey, hey, hey. 9.56 on the dot at, at Mornings with Lone Star. You notice Dennis is no longer inside the studio, but by golly, he's still outside the studio causing a ruckus. Dennis, thanks for hanging out with us this first hour. We appreciate it, my hey, friend. Hey, stop rolling, stop, uh, stop rolling those tobaccos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dennis, I will see you tonight. So there's apparently a trivia night at Pacific Yard House yeah. around the corner uh, starting 7.30. And... Uh, well, uh, they want you there at 7.30. It starts at 8, and Dennis has suckered me into uh, putting my trivia skills to the test today. So I will be there this evening. Lunch pop on by, day. What's today? Wednesday? All day. I might. I mean, no. That means I won't. Let me check yeah, my calendar. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'll check my calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, uh-huh. no, yeah no. So you were telling me about a bare knuckle fight? Yes. So in Cheyenne, Washington, they have allowed, uh, city council is approved, and people are in training for the first legal Bare knuckles fight in 130 years. And I just, I, I don't have a lot of details beyond that. It is what it is, but I just, uh, what do you think about bare knuckles fighting? I, I think it's better than boxing and that boxing is pretty prolonged. You know, you can take 50 punches to the head with a, with a, the glove. And so that can cause well, no, like I think it's, well, it's also one tra- hit. To it's the also face. training. Because I imagine if you're training for bare knuckle fights, you're training not to get hit as often, mainly because it hurts that much more. Right. So, but also one good punch to the out. head, and you're yeah. down, so and you're dead. <laughs> so that's why they don't do it. <laughs> well, it's all fun and games until somebody dies in the ring. Um, what was yeah. that? What was that movie with John Claude Van Damme in it, where they like would put uh, they had the gloves on, they soak them, and then the guy would put like glass. In the cloth, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I don't know that movie. If you know the movie, please let us know. I'll give you two tickets to Taste Fest. There you go. So, a little earlier today. So, uh, we'll repeat it at 10 30, but just in case. So, two tickets to Taste Fest. If you can tell the John Claude Van Damme movie where they soaked their gloves in water or something or paste and added glass to it. It's pretty much all Jim. Uh, I can't Claude believe you want to watch that brutality. Yeah, because people who watch something obviously subscribe to it. Yeah. 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 
So, but I'd see it. I'd watch it. But I'm yeah, not, so I'm, I'm a not afraid fan. of watching this. I'm a fan of this uh, bare knuckles. Just to have it happen, because uh, well, let's look at MMA. You know, they wrap their knuckles, but I mean, these aren't gloves, and there's a lot of punching and kicking. Well, they do thing. a lot of grappling too, right? So the but gloves is, have to have mobility to it. That's why they're fingerless. But this is just straightforward um, Marcus to Queensbury rules of fisticuffs. Okay, and I'm looking forward to that. Well, we'll see if they're going to promote it on ESPN4 or something like that. Well, let's go to some local news. We have a couple of local headlines, and you teased it earlier. It's the new Danville, which is a great nonprofit, deals with special needs uh, okay. uh, people. Uh, they have promoted a couple of people from within the organization. First off, that's nice when that happens, when you move up the ranks. But check this out. So Randy Smith is the new operations director. Randy originally applied to new Danville as a bus driver. And Randy's boss saw that Randy had uh, leadership potential. Mm -hmm. And so as a result, Randy is now operations director. And then Nicole Garcia is the new program coordinator where she started off as an administrative assistant. And again, cultivating that, that leadership, the, the skill set needed. Uh, to me, that just says a lot about the, the spirit of this uh, company or this organization. Now, unfortunately with Dennis gone, I know Dennis's uh, son, was uh, uh, I think they dealt with New Danville before in the past. And I know De uh, Dennis has a lot of good things to say about New Danville. So maybe next time Dennis is in, he can tell us about it. But I want to give a hats off to New Danville as an organization and also for having the foresight to um, promote these two people. And then kudos, tip of the hat to Randy Smith and Nicole Garcia. Congratulations on your new positions. Yeah. It's that one. Anything like uh, any other nice stuff? Oh, oh. Uh, here we go. I do have some parks and recreation activities coming up. Okay. You ready for this? So I'm going to take off my glasses and read this. So they got their Camp Fun Quest summer programs. Uh, the program runs from June 4th to August 14th. And Summer Fun is just around the corner. Uh, so they have Fun Quest for grades 1 through 5. Totally teen program, grades 7 and 8. And the Counselor in Training program grades nine and up, and you want to call Scott Perry, our buddy Scott Perry at Parks and Recreation. The number, or you just go sperry at cityofconroe.org. So basically sperry at cityofconroe.org. Or if you have a pen handy, call 936-522-3960. Well, they also have uh, adult dance one-day workshops. Uh, June 3rd, June 10th, and July 1st. These are Sundays. Uh, contact Javier Pena at the same number or Pena at cityconroe.org. Registration is only 15 bucks for Conroe residents, and these are some great dancing classes for adults. They got the Conroe Aquatic Center water park hours uh, through August 12th, and the hours are uh, recreational swim is 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., seven days a week. Uh, sorry, Monday through Friday, 1 to 6 p.m. Uh, on Saturday and Sunday. Mission is only seven bucks a person. They got youth track and field from June 1st through July 21st. Teen acting camp, June 5th through 8th and July 9th to 21st. The Squid Squad. Have you heard about the Squid Squad? Super qualified ultra instructors in development. That's what Squid stands for. Basically, lifeguard training. And of course, we have the first Thursday free concert series going on. And uh, I'm trying to remember who the new one is but it's going to be happening in a Thursday or two. More lifeguard training classes, scuba courses, learning to swim, more lifeguard, multi-arts camp. 
just so much. Go to city. Yeah. Well, that was the last one I want to talk about. Go to cityofconroe.org and look at the Parks and Rec Department. So many awesome things happening around town. And there's another, uh, uh, I stumbled across this one company. It's called Elite uh, Young In Taekwondo. And they're offering these summer classes, including a PE class that you can get Conroe ISD sort of, uh, a credit for it. So if you need your kids, parents, if you need your kids um, occupied and active over the summer, they, they have like a demo dance team, you know, where it's like the, so you think you can dance teams, the, those things, as well as a PE class that you get school credit in. And uh, so it's Elite Yong In. Uh, I think, uh, just look that up on the internet. I don't have a phone number, but I did uh, stumble across that yesterday. Cool stuff. So that's local news. What you got? Well, I just want to let you know, Brett uh, commented on our Facebook saying the boxing gloves don't protect the target. They protect the hands of the hitter. This is true. Bunch of wussies. I mean, you know. That's why they put glass in the new gloves, right? That's right, yeah. To protect my hands. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) You know, it's interesting. I I was looking at this deal. Did you know on Friday, uh, the Matrix Consulting Group is going to release a study conducting the woodlands if there should be incorporated as a city? No, we were talking a week yeah. or two ago about these were happening. Do you do you think that's going to happen? Well, I mean, they're going to re- uh, they're going to release the study of it, and I guess it's either just kind of give you the actual stats because we know you're a stats guy, so you can uh, sway your arguments and you know skew people's minds. Well, that that it's funny you mention it like that because let's say this report comes out that says we are ninety eight percent all good things to happen if you incorporate into a city. You know, just nothing bad could happen. This report says that with with the facts and figures. It is still a very emotional situation that that I don't think the facts and figures would matter. Uh, It would play some part, but people would be voting with their heart about, no, we don't want a city. Uh, We we, we want this township. We we want the the villages. We don't want it to be a city. So I I think the report, it'd be nice to see what they have to say, but I don't think on the, for the most part, it's going to sway anybody's mindset on the map. Yeah, I well, like the Withens as it is. Well, uh, I mean, I, th- I think it comes down to, thank goodness for that new law passed about requiring uh, cities to or residents to vote on it than just let bigger cities just gobble everything up. Absolutely. I mean, I would, you know, we could play what if moment if, you know, say that law was passed 70 years ago, 80 years ago, what would Houston look like? The city of Houston, and I know Conroe's, you know, trying to annex as much as they can till that till this thing goes. And that's the thing. Usually, when there's an annexing happening or incorporation, it's it's not only is it beneficial, but people want it to happen. You know, you can say it's a good thing we're going to do it, whether you like it or not. And then people later on realize it, it's a popular vote kind of thing. Yeah. And so, for if Conroe is trying to annex places that don't feel like being annexed, to force an annexation. Maybe not the best idea, uh, or or maybe I'm by no means a city planner, I and mean, it could be just you know these people will deal with it because I know some of the places they're wanting to annex, they have like, you know, thirty two residents here, one hundred and forty residents there. Now, of course, each resident matters, but it's not like it's it's swallowing up, uh, you know, ten thousand people. Well, because on one hand, you have a a scenario where you control have more control over what happens in your city, mm-hmm. and on the other hand, you basically give up that control to a bigger city to dictate what goes on. Well, it's great because 
actually kind of turns this into a, an, an, uh, not an ethics lesson, a, ah, I lost the word, a lesson in, oh, civics lesson, uh, why popular vote versus electoral college, for instance, why we're a republic, not a democracy, because let's say Conroe wants to annex April Sound. Okay. And Conroe has 50,000 people and April Sound has 10,000 people. Yeah. Well, it's popular vote, Conroe wins. There's not a single person, a single way that that uh, April Sound has a voice in the matter. Mm -hmm. They're not representative. That's a popular vote. To have something akin to the Electoral College, which is, okay, these are two equally represented, so it goes within... Does this, does this make sense uh, how I'm trying to get to? So this is your civics lesson, people. I guess this we should is, ask J.J. Holly that question. Yeah, actually, that'd be great have, ne- next time he's on the air. But AJ, I'm, I'm, inter- I'm interested to see the study and just see how com- convoluted it is because they're gonna. it's going to be one of those 40-page, 12-point font. That's why they have the summary at the end where it says, summary, we... Good. We, oh, yeah. Bad. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's basically how what How many thumbs up be. is this thing going to have? Two paragraphs about, after careful consideration, this study finds that we are blank uh, annexation for or against for the following reasons. Or we find that annexing will cause increases in A, B, and C, but bad stuff in F, G, and H. And that's pretty much what it is. I I, I will actually read the whole thing. Happily so. That's because you live in a hotel and have nothing else I, to I do. I have nothing else to do. You're listening to Warren's Lens Star and take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have some more topics to join in. You know, protecting the hitter, I guess that, I mean, isn't that benefit for both, really, though? Because I'd rather be, because my knuckles are pretty sharp, and I imagine they break my hand, too. Yeah, but they probably hurt more. Hit the table real quick and tell me how you feel. Well, I want to hit your face, and you tell me what hurt more. You know, (laughs) how we do it that way. Okay. (laughs) You're listening to Warren's Lens Star, it's 10.09. We'll be right back. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available in Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, 10, 12 on the dot on a Wednesday morning. I will bypass the whole it's hump day stuff. We've heard it. We know it. But it is May 30th. One more day. Penultimate day in May. Uh, currently 85 degrees already. Holy cow. It's going to be hot. Clouds going to go away and it's going to get bright and sunshiny. 1% chance of rain through today and tomorrow. Highs in the mid-90s, lows in the 70s. Sunday and Monday, we are slated to hit 100 degrees. You mean it's summertime in Texas? Yeah, got no, it. yeah, got, got, got it. it, right? Just in time because June has been announced from the White House as the Great Outdoors Month, <laughs> and it makes me really not want to go outdoors. 
We should invite the White House. You come to Texas and we'll deal with it together. <laughs> but uh, do you do anything outdoors? Do you hunt at all? Have you ever been hunting? Uh, no, I'm not a hunter. I support Have hunting. Have you never been hunting, though? You've never, like, gone out with the intention of, I'm going to shoot an animal. I went on a snipe hunt once. Did you ever go fishing? They left me behind. Yes, fishing. So you've been fishing. I have been fishing. To catch or release? A uh, bit of both. I, I, I've fished for the joy of fishing. I've fished without a hook just for the, the experience. And I what does that, I wanted what to does that even mean? Oh, just with... with Fish without a hook? Yeah, old man. You go out there, you tie a worm to it and throw it in there and just... You know, let the fish nibble on it, and it's just the experience. So you're, so you're feeding fish. You yeah. went, you went to go feed fish. Yeah, basically feeding the fish. Uh, no, I've never been out hunting for the purpose of to to kill an animal, but I support hunting. Yeah, in that you know it's good for food. Uh, uh, I'm not a fan of killing endangered species off just for the joy of it. But even you, you know, on, endangered species. We're, we're, well, you know how they're talking about. You're going all the way over. You're all over the place. Well, yeah. Well, because people oh, want the greatest hunt. hunt. I've hunted man. Well, that's yeah, the most dangerous <laughs> game. But if you notice, I mean, a lot of people. You never done that. No, I said animals, and I meant four-legged animals. You I'm mean MS thirteen? I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> but think about it. Uh, hunters just do tend to get lumped in the same family of whether you shoot a deer yeah. or you know boar for food. Or to save your crops, or you kill an elephant or a lion on safari. There are different reasonings. Uh, yeah, but so I imagine so many few people like go out and kill an elephant compared no, to like but going the few that do, they they get eviscerated on on social media. This man must be destroyed because he killed an elephant. Um, well, they should do the boxing thing with them. Yeah, the fisticuffs. Go fisticuffs against a kangaroo and get your butt stomped. In, in more ways than one. So, no, uh, outdoor stuff. Uh, alas, I'm more of an indoor kind of guy. I got to wear, like, SPF 3000 and, and a big floppy hat whenever I go outside. If you if you see us on uh, YouTube right now, that's why I don't have the, the head protection that God gave me as a young man anymore. I'm just checking out the, uh, the hunting seasons in Texas for June. I'm like, I don't really know if anything's – I don't think you can go hunting right now. For sure you can't. Oh, there are there are seasons. I know that. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what a way to... We can hunt alligator. Well, that's, yeah. That's, that's nice to know. Uh, yeah, it's really... Yeah, I think that's the only June thing. Yeah, that's the only thing you can hunt. Unless I'm wrong. If you if you know about anything about hunting, let me know on Facebook. Because that's kind of a... I guess he's trying to tell people to go outside, not to go shoot things. I grew up in a hunting family, mm-hmm. and they hunt a lot. My brothers hunt a lot, lot. And I never – actually, I think the only reason I've never gotten into hunting as much as them is because I was always on the bottom of the totem pole about who gets to shoot. Because, like, my brother goes bow hunting. One brother goes, uh, you know, rifle hunting. But then when we go, you know, boar hunting – they're always the first ones to get to choose, like who shoots. I would have to go personally. I, I don't trust my archery skills nearly as much. I, I would want to go for the clean shot with a with a rifle, if it were me. Yeah, I'm, I'm a. Well, I mean, there's like, there's always like ethic debates on you know, you like for example, one of the one things going on now with rifle hunting is your ability to shoot and where you're more accurate. You know, you get closer. So the argument is, if you have the opportunity to get X amount of art, uh, yardage off your shot, you should do it. Like, you should keep creeping up. 
Okay. So if you're 300 yards and you can get 100 yards off to make a better shot, you should do it. Instead mm -hmm. of taking the shot right then and there and, and like with the off chance of the deer or whatever smelling you downwind or whatever. So that's kind of funny to me. That's how they're training some people. That's how they're kind of doing the, the training now for for hunting with rifles is well it also maintains the skill of the hunt because there is a skill too yeah. and, you know that goes back thousands upon thousands of years so you you know you want to keep those skills. people don't realize how good that food is too talk about fresh absolutely yeah my uh you ever, uh, you ever gutted a deer before i have never gutted a deer that's a real experience well that's the thing to gut a deer i feel feel you should have killed it and made a part of the, the blooding ceremony you ever eaten a heart of a deer i'm not sure I could have. Fresh from, from the body? No. No. All, all the meat would have been cooked. But okay. I, I do love a good venison. All right. <laughs> and I love veal, too. So all you pita friends, I'm sorry. That's I know funny. I know I have vegetarian and vegan friends out there. But uh, I have meat-eating teeth right here, which means either God or Darwin put them in there for me to eat meat. So I will eat meat. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I was just trying to see if get anything out of you about that, but I guess it's <laughs> never been hunting before. No, nope. that stinks, man. It's fun. I'm sure, I'm sure it is. I, I'd be the guy just for poops and grins to go out with like poops and grins to go out with a camera and like hunt, you know, camera hunt. You know, if you get a clean shot of a full animal, then that's the kill. If you yeah. get a blurry thing, it's that's a miss. Because uh, I want to participate of the uh, uh, experience, but not necessarily. Uh, there's a reason I'm a city boy in the 21st century. That's true. Yeah, I'll, I'll let someone else kill my kill my food for me. Bow hunting is a real experience. That's that's strange. Okay, now you would like this. So there is a on one hundred five. Sorry, sorry, fourteen eighty eight. Okay, there is a gun range called Saddle River Range. Okay, awesome place. A former Secret Service agent, Tom Bolsh, is the owner of it. They have, do they always say that former Secret Service agent? like on their business cards and stuff? Do you no, think it says no. former Secret Service agent? He's actually agent? pretty. Pretty laid back about it. It's well, other clearly people. you just you, when you name yeah. drop them, you have to say other people that do it. He he's like, oh, well, come that's on. the power of that. But I mean, he was in like two different presidential details. You think he does it on stuff. Facebook. It says former Secret Service. He'll whisper in your ear, "Hey, I'm not saying that I'm former, oh, former but they have archery tag." Okay, where it's like I guess paintball, but it's with bows and arrows. Now I'm hoping the arrows are blunted. Hopefully, you're wearing glasses. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, it's a blast. This this. Uh, Saddle River Range, they have an indoor shooting range. They have an indoor archery range. They have one of those, uh, you know, shoot a zombie simulator ranges. And then they got what they call the Crockett Club, which is like you got to pay a bunch of money to become a VIP member. But I've been in the Crockett Club. Oh, my golly. Just everything's wood paneled and, and it looks like the old, old school cigar room and with their own private range. And so you go through the Crockett Club, through this door, and you got like a little private range with your own monograms, ear, earphones and stuff. It's awesome. And then they also have a, a cafe in there, Cafe 2A. Really good food. We should go there sometime. You should have on your business card former, like, English resident, England resident. Right. I will do that. What other weird ways? Former could... resident of Japan and England. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's well, you know what? Uh, we were talking about Roseanne at the beginning of the show, mm -hmm. and we made a comment about uh, Fox picked up that other conservative show. Now it seems that their shareholders over at Disney and Fox are going to vote on the like fifty-four billion something dollars, man, for acquiring Fox. I and that's all of Fox, by the I way. I am surprised. I know I am very surprised 
that the SEC has allowed this to happen. And if uh, anyone is you know knowledgeable of these things, please join the conversation, 936-647-3776, or hit us up on Facebook Live or YouTube Live with your comments. But Disney just bought out, Disney bought out ABC. Disney owns Disney, obviously. Disney bought out Lucasfilm. Disney is in partnership with Pixar. So basically, if you're animated in any way, shape, or form, you're Disney. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, to, to are there any that, other companies out there? <laughs> I, no, I'm trying to think who that, talk about a monopoly, just a conglomerate. And this, I just feel, would break some antitrust rules. I mean, apparently not because it's going ahead, but I'm just staggered by that. So I hope that it doesn't happen. For, for many reasons. But I think, Disney, you're, you're big enough as it is. It's almost like the franchise wars in, in Demolition Man, where Taco Bell's the only restaurant left standing at the end of it. Do you really want Disney to be the only studio left standing? I don't think people really care. Honestly. They will when I think shows the, I think as long as the programming is still going. and I mean, do you really think there's some diabolical plan that they're trying to control the people, how they think? Oh, I don't think it's diabolical, but I think you know, they're reaching more and more. Absolutely. It's like, okay, we're reaching 10 million people now with our programming. Now we can reach more than that. But here's the thing. Last Man Standing, ABC show, canceled by ABC for questionable reasons. Fox picked it up. Under the, if Disney buys out Fox, that won't be able to happen anymore. That's one less outlet. outlet. And think about Fox tends to be less liberal than others. Mm -hmm. And there's not a there's not a liberal problem in Hollywood, which means they no, need a I, network I don't know about not, that. I think I think the people in charge, there's always the ability to change. If now if that makes sense to you, like mm -hmm. the growth of you know of a mind and especially what how to get rewarded because some shows that are smart get rewarded with, you know, money or popularity and things like that. And in the long run, I think that wins out of the groupthink because... No, I would agree with you until yesterday I mean, when the ABC president fired their number one, canceled their number one show. Well, yeah, that, but that was like an obvious decision to do that, though. I mean, like, they knew that Roseanne woman, you don't know what she's going to do, and they're probably... I mean, like, come on. And do you not think the Roseanne people who set up the contract said, if this gets canceled... We get X amount of dollars because I, if they're an idiot, if that's not true, but it'll be pennies on on the dollar. It's true. I mean, you still but get. Think about it. All these people fired. Yeah, the whole thing shut down because one person made. Yeah, you're, admittedly you're signing. Idiotic. You're signing on a show with Roseanne Barr. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, she's been controversial like almost her entire career. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like what? But but I mean to cancel an entire show. Okay, this is what is comparable to. What are they going to do? Replace Roseanne? This is what is comparable to, and this is another ABC show. A few years ago on Grey's Anatomy, they had uh, Isaiah Washington, I think, was the actor. Okay. And he went off on T.J. Miller calling him uh, uh, homophobic slurs. And he did it. Who? Are these actors? Yeah, these okay. are the actors. So they were on, on Grey's Anatomy. One of the actors... On the set, called another actor uh, a very not nice name for being homosexual because the actor just come out as gay. That then after that he he got spanked, but that was about it. Then afterwards, on the on like the the Golden Globes red carpet, the same actor said, "Oh, by the way, I didn't call him a," and he repeated the word. Uh, so then they fired him. But this would be 
according to how ABC has it set up now, the whole show should be canceled and everybody fired because one person called another person a homophobic slur. No. Why not? Because the show, the show isn't called Isaiah Washington. They've replaced uh, lead I mean, actors Can before. you replace Roseanne and Roseanne? They did with, <laughs> they did with uh, Valerie Harper. What was that show? I don't know what show that uh, was. There, uh, there was. It was called Valerie's Family. Then it became uh, Valerie, and then they fired Valerie Harper and became Valerie's Family. Then the Hogan Family, then the Hogans with Sandy Duncan playing. The, Look at that. That's how you work it out. And that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. Like, so if you're making this, this much money. reaction, exactly, to just fire everybody and do everything without thinking it through at all. That might have been part of the clause in the contract. If Roseanne wasn't part of it, then no one could do it. Well, she is the executive producer, yeah. but but think about it. Uh, like John Leguizamo, you know, the actor and comedian, mm -hmm. he had a show on Fox called The John Leguizamo Show, mm -hmm. which was great sketch comedy, but he was kind of a wild card. So what they did is they fired him. And they kept the staff, and they turned it into Mad TV. So they fired the star of the John Leguizamo show that was named after him. They just changed the name and became Mad TV. Well, Mad so TV already are, had a brand, then. That was a smart lateral move right well, there. Well, uh, Mad TV had the— uh, had The, uh, the magazine uh, for 20-plus years for right, that. But, so there are ways where you can fire the head of something. The, the, yeah, but the, then again, why would you want to deal with Roseanne Barr? Why not? She just brought them a whole bunch of money. Yeah, but, she got yeah but she just she did something on Twitter that was almost, un, I mean, pretty much unforgivable in a sense of the spotlight. But I'm speaking purely empirically here and purely objectively. Name me one other show in the universe right now, you know, a, a drama or a comedy, meaning a fiction show that uh, treats Trump supporters as normal people. Again, do you think there's some diabolical plan? No, I'm not saying diabolical, but I'm just I'm inviting anyone to say name me one show out there. That hasn't been canceled. That that that, that treats a, a conservative or a Republican without being the punchline of a joke. One, I'll take one. Call us nine three six six four seven three seven seven. I don't watch enough TV. I guess. Yeah, but or okay, name a movie. Hmm. I watch stupid movies though. Like Fast and the okay. Furious. I don't think politics will really, be waiting. Okay, really name me one me. show, mainstream show, and I'm talking on the three thousand. I think I think Deadpool was conservative. Okay, you know, I don't know. I'm making that up. You know, we'll, we'll think about it. Yeah, we'll think, we'll think about, about it. it. Other stuff we got. So here's a tease for the next break. Hundred and six, hundred and six year old woman has the key to her long life, and I don't think you're gonna like it. Probably rolled up cigarettes. Uh, probably eating your broccoli. No, it's worse than that. I don't want to go into that. Well, when we come back. She saved the placenta from her birth? Is that <laughs> Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, Check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Protection for gangs, clubs, and nations, causing grief in human relations. It's a turf war on a global scale. I'd rather hear both sides of the tale. See, it's not about races, just places, faces, where your blood... 
Uh-huh. I can rap. Uh-huh. You know it. Funk. Where rhythm is life and life is rhythm. Man. There's there's my attempt at rapping. It is 1032 on the dot at Mornings with Lone Star. 85 degrees outside. Going to get up to 93. The Lone Star weather tree outside lets me know that there is a 7-mile-an-hour wind out of the south. That's the only thing that's going to cool this down just a bit here. So it is, like I said, already 1032. We're in our final half hour of this show. Some good conversation, maybe some stuff to make you think. Respond to it. Let us know your thoughts. We appreciate listeners yeah. chiming in. Brett, I'm listening to you, my buddy. And uh, let us know, 936-647-3776. Hit us up on Facebook Live in the comments or YouTube Live in the comments, and we will partake. We want this as interactive as possible. So we did, not to rehash it, but I did uh, leave everybody with a challenge on namely one show. And I'm talking, you know, a show that more than three people would watch. But I'd pick any cable show that, that treats conservatives not as a punchline. And, and but can I, you ask that same question about like a liberal? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, what show treats a liberal as a punchline? Well, no, they don't know. They don't treat them as a punchline. It's there that would involve there being a conservative based show making fun of liberals, which not, there not isn't necessarily. One. Well, there aren't any liberal based shows making fun of liberals. I don't know. I, saw, I don't really watch that much TV. I wanted to watch the new Arrested Development that came out. I do want to watch that. Now, apparently, Jeffrey Tambor was a bad boy. I watched the first, well, I watched the first episode mm -hmm. and they made a joke about him and, and that other, what show is that called? Transparent. Mm -hmm. They made a funny joke about him dressing up as a woman and no one, no one liked it. So he just got in the Winnebago and skipped town feeling sorry for himself. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. Apparently Jeffrey Tambor has got some issues off screen that need to be resolved. So. Um, but there you go. But anyhow, so, so moving on from that, but it is 1030. We did offer free tickets to Taste Fest earlier. Uh, what was the, uh, I'm trying to remember. What show, uh, what movie has the scene where the kickboxers oh. are, is it called kickboxers? It, well, that could be your hand. Well, like last week I was giving away tickets for Name Me Any One Character and Kiss Me Kate. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, but we do have Taste Fest tickets available. Taste Fest is an awesome event coming up. In June, yes. Oh, let me call June up June seventh. June seventh. Thank you very much. Uh, From the, the Connor Lake Connor Chamber of Commerce, and it includes uh, entry and two drink tickets, mm -hmm. and that's per ticket. By the way, we're giving away two this time. Yes. So if you want to win them, you basically just have to let us know you want them, and then we'll. Yeah, the you. the John Claude Van Dam thing. We want to know you you earn extra. We ain't gonna hate on you about it, though. Yeah, if you just say, I want the tickets, you get them. In fact, we still got a pair of tickets for Ashley Truitt, who won last week. She needs to come get her tickets. Yeah. Just saying. Well, what else is going on? I know that was a big talk. Well, I did I did tease. So in England, a lady named Madeline Dye has turned 106. She lives in a small town in West Yorkshire, England. Okay. And she lays claim to her longevity as basically being as stress-free as possible. And according to her, which means she has never had a, a marriage or relationship in her life. Okay, I believe that. Now, I'm 52, which means I'm about to become half so her So you're age. just lucky. I would rather die at 53 with my relationship history than to live double my age and not have known 
the yeah, love so that many, I have loved. Well, there's so many factors in people's choices that, like, to, to end up where that woman is, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I actually can. Remember, England, especially back in the day, was very, very stuffy. Very, very stuffy. Very proper. Like, what do you mean? Like, okay. You know, very, very, very proper. Um, I remember uh, dancing. Uh, they, they'd have a YMCA disco in England on, on like, Saturday nights. And the girls would either dance with each other or they'd put their coats on the floor and they'd dance with the, the coats on the floor. And the guys would just stand on the corner and go, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd take that if I could, and not knowing what they'd do with it. There's very little interaction. It was a kind of a socialist society that discouraged uh, interaction. And well, so, I, like, you didn't know what to do till you were much older. Okay. And then, of course, the teeth thing didn't help. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Smile. Oh, never mind. That's where you grew up, right? <laughs> right. Well, hey, I got to ask you this. Uh, in a couple of weeks, the World Cup starts. Yeah. So you ready for that? USA. 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 I mean, are you ready for it? Yeah. I'm go USA. I think it starts. On They're the, not in it. I think are the they? first game is on the 14th okay. of June. I think that's when the first game is. That's the opening match. So I mean, who's favored to win? Uh, I mean, money wise, I have no idea. Let's look that up. Who? We're gonna let's see who gets this first. Oops, I misspelled it. Who is favored to win 2018 World? Uh, we got Germany is at 72 odds. Ooh. So I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know anything about gambling. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, Do you are you gonna watch it all? I will watch some of it. I actually enjoyed it. Uh, last well, uh, just to let you know, though, the thing that sucks what? it's in Russia, and that means the games are gonna be at five, seven a.m., five a.m. Oh, it's gonna be gross. Since I don't think a lot of people are gonna be spoiling it, I'll just DVR it and then just just oh. watch it. It's gonna be. So yeah, World Cup madness going on. Um, I, I do enjoy it. Hopefully, more and more Americans get into the World Cup now. Now, why is that? Why do you why do you want why do you want people to do that? Because it's a fun sport. I, I love soccer. I think it's fun. I think that uh, we rely on. It's like big the most un American thing you could say. <laughs> but are we are the great uh, cultural melting pot, according yeah. to Schoolhouse Rock? Yeah, and where we celebrate all different um, traditions. That's that's the whole point. But we, we, we concentrate too much on football. Right now, football viewership is plummeting. And the NBC, uh, NFL just keeps on changing rules to try and keep people engaged. Uh, Major League Baseball. People are where they're talking about actually cutting well, no, down heard, the number of games know, this season because people are just aren't well, showing I was, up. Well, I was reading stuff. Remember we talked about, I believe it was last week, about ESPN released that 100 most influential sports people today. Mm-hmm. And it kind of had the, they had like the system where it took their social media followers and then it did their, uh, what do you call it, branding revenue and then their branding value. And so it kind of com- combined all of it. And there was zero Major League Baseball people and zero NHL people. Hmm. But there were several soccer players, several basketball players, a couple football players, and a handful of cricket players, tennis players. And some golf players. But what, what was interesting to me is no NHL, no Major League Baseball players. Now, do you think that's just the lack of interest from people? Or do you think it's the, the lack of, of like, the front office of these things saying, hey, why don't we try to create an individual and prop them up? Because I think a lot of people are scared about social media. 
and about people who are too social media active as a player because you know one day they're gonna screw up or someone apparently all it takes is one tweet yeah, and your whole career th- now think about the next time an nfl player or a, a major league baseball player or some athlete quotes something stupid or let's say racist okay let's wait to see if they get fired that this i'm talking about the double standard yeah. here and it's not going to happen okay. this is one where, I, where i'm kind of taking dick's side on the saying ah you know I don't think anything's going to happen from that, which really bums me. If that's new, here's the thing. If this is level where you can tweet something racist and get fired as, as a result. Okay. I can live with that, but let it be. That's the new standard. Now don't, let's not pick and choose. Okay. Well, I think it's also depends on what the, the Avenue is. Cause you can see the NFL trying to be as political as possible, but then it got that such a big backlash about the kneeling, which, which we didn't even start being, really political it started with you know protesting of a, like you know police activism kind of thing mm-hmm. but then it became don't disrespect the anthem yeah I, I, and that's, these are the talking points that's that's the thing where it became disrespecting the flag well it it, it was a form of protest and that's where people get get, get caught up in it and go for the sound oh, my trump didn't help that at all is think about what they were called the bathroom law. Remember that a yeah. couple of years ago where uh, like every, basically every major city is going through that. that. But that's, it's not about bathrooms, uh, you know, but that, that's, you don't want these people in your bathroom. So vote against it. Th- that's, you know, what's funny about that is I was looking more into this Han Solo thing mm-hmm. because people were saying, you know, like, you know, it's not doing that well. And one of the arguments was that a lot of, you know, not conservatives, but people didn't like that it coming out that, the, that, uh, I just went blank. I'm sorry. Lando Calrissian? Yes. And he's a pansexual. And I was like, when did they say that? Like, did they really say that? And apparently all it was was one of the writers was to ask, like, hey, what do you think of, you know, that character? Could it be? He's like, well, we didn't really say it, but it could be, I guess. I don't buy it. Absolutely not. You know why I don't buy that? I I think that I'll I'll call that fake news because Ryan Reynolds, when uh, Deadpool first came out, he said that he played – uh, uh, Wade, uh, what's Deadpool's name? As pansexual. In fact, there's a there's. I'm not gonna describe the scene, but there's a scene there where <laughs> uh, he's he's having fun with his girlfriend in, in different ways. But so I I don't buy that at all. No, I don't think conservatives kept out of Star Wars because Lando Calrissian is likes boys and girls. Is that what it used to be called? But I, I don't know what the phrasing is. So I don't know. But I'm saying where the quote came from. Yeah, it was I, one of those. I call BS on that because if, if it's a good movie, people won't care. It's, you know, if it's part of the character. Um, it, it was like I remember uh, when not Casino Royale, the the one uh, Skyfall came out, the James Bond movie, and he's going up against Javier Bardan, the bad guy, and Bardan is playing the bad guy as pretty open sexually, and he's kind of teasing James Bond with with his openness. Advances? Advances, that's a good point. And Bond actually says, what makes you think this is my first time? And I remember a lot of my... Uh, but he's also a spy, and he uses every scenario to his advantage. That's what I'm saying. So. But no one's like, oh, all of a sudden, conservatives did not keep away from James Bond because the implied he was bisexual or something. It was... No, I, I call BS on the whole Lando is pan. Well, if you've thing. seen Han Solo, folks, I would like to know because I don't, 
It was funny seeing that, and it was kind of like one of those things, is it as true as what people are saying, or is it kind of one of those, oh, it's blown out of proportion because the line was misinterpreted, or, or it could be interpreted anyway. We're going to take our last break here on Mornings of Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. We'll be right back. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. you agree with me when I saw you Dirt in my eye. Welcome back. Yeah, so Lone Star. So we had a, a listener chime in about the Han Solo mm-hmm. debacle, not debacle, but you know, uh, <laughs> it's about to be. He, he was saying it was, it was a blockbuster fatigue. It's been an endless flood of big budget action movies since Black Panther. People are getting tired and running out of money. And I and I had to say it's a great ad for Movie Pass. <laughs> so. Uh, but I, I do agree with that. I, I think the, the the continuation of going to see these big movies, there's too much to consume. And I, I do agree with that. I will add to it because, yeah, the palette can only take so much. But I think hand in hand with that, with, with I, I think Han Solo. I don't think blockbuster. It's it's more these. Um, they're still canon. What's the word I'm looking for? These non-trilogy Star Wars movies where they're being called a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. I think the scale is smaller because they're not part of the main trilogy. It's like you have the Harry Potter series and then you have these other books like the the Fantastic Beasts books and stuff like that. They're not, the scale isn't the same. Well, I also think that you're dealing with a fan base of children in a sense of like they dress up, they go around. I mean, that's the fan base they're dealing with. And I'm not saying it's wrong to have some, you know, inner childhood, but you're also dealing with like when you're dealing with children, it's going to be like over here, over here. And so it's going to be impossible to uh, please everybody. Well, absolutely. Hand in hand with that. Really good point. It's. We grew my generation kind of yours to, you know, you're more the the prequel series, but I mean, Han Solo was Harrison Ford. And so we grew up with Harrison Ford being Han Solo. So now with the new trilogy coming out halfway or more than halfway through, the younger audiences just know this older guy who gets his shit back and then gets killed by his own son. Basically, he's he's a Shakespearean tragic figure. Mm -hmm. They don't know about... So to do a, a prequel of him as a young man, these kids don't care. And... People my age, I don't care about seeing young Han Solo because well, he's not Harrison Ford. Well, would you argue against like a serial episode of like Monster of the Week kind of Han Solo stories? I don't think. Does that make sense? No, the whole thing with Han Solo is it was his He's a smuggler. Yeah, well, he was, but then he became a good guy. He, he's an anti-hero. Yeah. Uh, he shot first. That's why I hated Lucas when he changed that because you, you show you take someone irredeemable and then you, irre- and then you redeem them. That's an that's awesome writing. That's awesome character development. So I think just Han, their solo, the movie was just ill advised to begin with, uh, because he is part of the greater whole. 
It's like having the Skywalker Chronicles. They would bomb. We don't want to see Luke with a, you know, Jedi trick of the week or something. Yeah, but I think you could do, like, with that, like, minus the lightsabers, you could do a good smuggling story and have fun with it. Be more adventurers. Yeah, but we already have that, you know, Cartoon Network or whatever already has Star Wars Rebels, Star Wars yeah. Droids, and those Star Wars Clone Wars. Well, those are successful. So we so. already have our, our kind of prequel stuff. I, I think this was just, this, this could have been great as a special episode of Star Wars Clone Wars. You know the the CGI yeah. animated show, uh, but as a I, he's not the scale of a blockbuster. Uh, as the character, we love Han Solo when he's with Chewbacca and with Leia and with Luke and showing that he's the 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 scruffy nerf herder who becomes a general and becomes a tragic hero. Yeah, and to watch a prequel where we just see well, him get gonna, killed well, as know, an old man, you know, so you know he's going to die. They're working on the Obi Wan. But we already had that with Ewan McGregor. Well, they're they're working with him about doing. It's going to be between three and four. I guarantee you, they're going to be rethinking that one. Yeah, they're going to pull that off the shelf. Guarantee it. Because well, Obi Wan is just not. Well, that technically, in- they have one more Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And then, is there anything in already being filmed? Lucas had originally said at the very beginning there were twelve episodes of the Star Wars. Yeah. And this is back when it was Luke and Deke Starkiller. I've got the original script of the Star Wars, and it's great reading it because you see a lot of his ideas that uh, got put into the prequel trilogy. And I believe one day there will be one more trilogy with, like, the next generation where none of the original cast are there, but it'll be their kids. And uh, But these uh, Star Wars stories, it has to be really good. Rogue One was awesome because it was it was almost European, you know, how doom and gloom and people die, but you're rooting for them. It, it was almost like a Saving Private Ryan or something. You know they're going to die, but still you can't tear your eyes away. Han is just, we already know he's a scoundrel. Yeah, we want to know how he got the Millennium Falcon. I want to know why that little piece in the Millennium Falcon is suddenly gone nowadays. And I, But I, it's not worth me paying 20 bucks to go find out. Or it's not, you aren't really worried about the answer either. Yeah, it's, it's like it kind of keeps the whole mystery of it. So there you go. I'm still gonna see it. You know when it. Well, I've got a I've got a movie, not a I've got a pass to a cinema. I'll go see if I can watch. Well, it. you know tomorrow we're watching uh, Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> so I'm gonna be watching that for the ticket sub tonight. Really excited about that. I can't wait to hear about it. I'll, oh, I'll grill you tomorrow to see. You got to watch this tonight because I'm gonna be grilling you tomorrow with some trivia on it. Yeah. I can't believe we have to watch that movie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as we're going to close out today's show, it was kind of fun. Roseanne, we'll probably talk more about after her interview on Joe Rogan, if that still happens. Oh, um, I'm sure. Well, I don't think Joe's worried about getting a controversial figure on his podcast. That's very true. He had Alex Jones on. <laughs> you see that episode? Mm-mm. Oh, man. Uh, he's with... Well, my favorite thing about that episode was he also... Joe invited his jiu-jitsu friend, who's like a big conspiracy theorist, so you had two of the craziest people talking about the craziest ideas. And, oh, man, the words he would choose to use. It got me, it got me wor- a little worried about, like, the future conspiracies. But uh, it's it's real. That guy's real. Awesome. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, LoneStar.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow, 9 a.m. A lot going on today and a lot going on tomorrow. We'll be returning. We'll see you later. See you, Dick.
Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network, either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.